the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello, and welcome to episode 147 of the usual podcast. Podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, hiding behind our brand new sort of borrowed pop filters, is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? How you doing? What up, homie? How you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, except you're making weird faces and making me mess up my intro. That's what I do. Mm. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Or what you drinking, bro? Well, evidently this is the last Newcastle in the house, so I'm gonna have to well, get something new for next week, or buy new more Newcastle. It's a simple problem, dude. I've got a jug of Kraken in the RV. Do you really? It's a jug from Comic Con. You still have it? Yeah. Why is it not in the house? Because I keep forgetting. I almost brought it in tonight. I thought your brother had that. No, I took it, dude. Next week's Kraken Week. Oh, and next week, even though he doesn't know yet, we're going to get old John Skeen back on this bad yeah, boy. You know, I will be drinking a Kraken and Coke next week. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, so anyway, I'm drinking, since you're asking, I'm drinking a Hot Bullet Double IPA, which I know you didn't, which is why I'm saying it, uh, which I've had before, which is back, which I love. You very rarely oh. drink from the can. Yeah, but... I'm double drinking tonight. Yeah, you are. That might be the name of the episode. I'm also drinking in honor of thank you for uh, Brightside Guardian, who is in the chat room tonight. One of my friends from uh, the Writing Excuses Retreat from is the it, cruise boat. Is this my replacement? This is your replacement. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'm drinking the Glen Livet in honor of the WXR bar. Brightside, what makes you think I won't cut you? Okay. Well, <laughs> let's not threaten our new audience. Buddy. <laughs> so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at I'm Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and Plex. So take the time to give us a positive rating and like us and share us. Tell your friends on the social medias and such. That's nice if you do that. Word. We like that. Um, let's see. Don't forget to pick up your usual podcast gear at teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Um, all kinds of stuff on there, right? Yeah, lots of stuff. We've got... Uh, and the extra life things on there as well. Yes. The most important thing is uh, go to teespring.com slash T-U-P, for the number four, kids. It's T-U-P for kids. And that'll uh, get you the shirt that we made for extra life and all of our proceeds go to extra life. Levels are off. It's annoying me. Anyway, uh, that's great. You're great. I'm just muttering things I'm going to edit out later, which is stupid. Um, all right. So also we have the timestamps in the show notes. If you are not a SWOTOR fan or if you're new to the show, we are going to start with SWOTOR. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it. We actually don't have a huge show this week, even though we did miss last week. And I have a good reason for that, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but yeah, man. So I'm excited. If you're not watching live, we do our best. Um, well, if you're watching live. We do our best to, uh, you know, keep an eye on chat. So jump in there. Yeah, please talk with us. Say things. Join the conversation, as they say. All right. Don't get aggressive about it. Um, (laughs) Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. That's that's not okay. All right. So the first thing we want to do before we get to our sword door section is acknowledge our drinking buddies, um, who are the people that contribute to our show on Patreon, patreon.com slash usual podcast. And those people are. John Skeen. Mr. John Skeen, who we talked about, who will be on the show next week. Uh, Eddie, who lives down the street, which I still can't get him on the show. Um, He actually uh, contacted me about what shirt he wants. So he'll be getting his new Star Wars pod. uh, 
I almost said Pod Save America. Sorry. He's getting the Star Wars Pucked 3 Cantina shirt. Nice. Good for him. Awesome. And Zen, of course, who contributes to all of our awesomeness when it comes down to San Diego Comic Con. Absolutely. Zen is awesome. Star Wars Yield Republic time, dude. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Uh, community shoutouts. Swotor Unite is the big one. Okay, and this is... I have a link in the show notes to it, even though I can't get around my own new equipment. Um, we have a link in the show notes to it. This is our podcaster live stream. Yes. That's going to happen on November 10th. Uh, it's an all-podcast stream of Gods from the Machine. I recently got the news between last time we recorded, I'm going to be tanking that. <laughs> Which, uh, one, never done that entire operation. Two, a little rusty. So I'll be tanking one of two tanks. I'll be on my assassin. Um, that should be entertaining as hell. You're going to stand in fire. I'm going to stand in all the things and take the brunt of all the things. It's going to be fun. Um, so I do have a link in the show notes to Dr. Sortor's tweet. Uh, he's tagged everybody. There's some cool graphics in there. Um, so definitely check it out. It's pretty much... Most of the podcasting community that's still hanging around. What's up, Steve? Steve is in the chat for the first time in weeks. Um, so that's happening. I'm really excited about that. The very next week, I believe, is Extra Life. So we'll have more. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week. Really cool. And actually, going back to Kraken really quick. Oh, back because Kraken. next week is going to be Kraken Week. Um, oh, yes. Kraken yeah. Week. I thought, so I thought it was some official holiday I missed. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to uh, Steve for buying that for us at mm-hmm, Comic-Con. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thanks, Steve. Apparently, Will has been hoarding it in his RV, and it hasn't been in my house. I could have used that on the golf course, sir, which uh, I'll get to soon. If I brought it into the house, it'd be gone by now. Moving on. All right, what? I feel like you're accusing me of things. Don't <laughs> you dare say it. Okay, so uh, the next thing I'm going to put in here, since we're talking... Yes, it's story mode, RJ. You're right. Uh, we'll be fine. Um, I just, you know, I was supposed to be DPS, which actually would have been a little bit more hilarious. Marshall uh, falls asleep at bottom of elevators. All right. That happened one time. Yeah, but it's still funny. <laughs> I was drinking a lot that night. Yeah, you were. <laughs> All right. So uh, Bioware Community Coordinator. So Bioware, this is a job um, for SWOTOR that is basically going to be a – let me put it this way. Bioware Austin is cur- searching for a community coordinator to support Star Wars Yoda Republic. So this is basically another person they are looking for to help support Eric Musco in the community. You know, I might actually apply for this job if it didn't mean I'd have to give up the podcast. Well – you would have to give it the podcast and move to Austin, Texas. Uh, the Austin thing, not so much. Mm. It's too warm. Okay. Are you done not applying for a job? Yeah, good point. <laughs> but what I like about this is um, that they're looking for someone to help with the community stuff. Yeah, it's um, been a while. We have the influencers. We've got a lot of people out there that um, could use some more support. And I'm hoping that they find the right person and it, and it works out really well. Absolutely. So if you are that person, um, if they paid... A million dollars, I might apply for it, but it's a lot of uprooting and children and business and yeah. The the Im- the influencer group right now is acting very much like Audrey too in Little Shop of Horrors. We're like, feed me, Seymour. We want more stuff from Bioware. That's a, that's a, I didn't know where you were going with that for a second, but I, I support that you went there. So I'm hoping to hire somebody named Seymour because then we can say, feed me, Seymour. <sighs> See, you had me for a second. I love you. <laughs> I hate you. 
All right, so weekend game, my friend. What have you been doing? Um, I actually decided to jump on my Jedi counselor, mm-hmm. and uh, I decided that he had not been through Oricon or Section X yet. Yeah, and so it's funny. I got on, and he's still actually. I haven't even taken him through any of the Shadow of Revan stuff. Right. So he still has all his original companions, hmm. and uh, Nico Arkar and uh, Shea Vizsla, and so. Shay is his main companion sure. at a level three. <laughs> yeah, I can and, see that. Yeah. And he was command rank two. And so I finished section X and all of a sudden he's 11. So oh, good. Woo-hoo. You're getting, you're, you're really doing it. Yeah. It's just fun. That's great. Um, I have not got much of a chance to play, but I have decided because I am getting, um, I'm luckily, lucky enough to tank this crazy fight that's coming up. Um, I'm going to transfer my main over and just probably transfer it back. I'm just going to. Oh, makes I'm, sense. I'm yeah. just going to do that. I don't have time to start something on there and get the gear going. Yeah, have, it'd just have, be too much work. Yeah, I have good gear with my with my main right now. So I'd rather go in there um, ready to go. So that's my goal. Nice. So I'm gonna, I'm working on doing that. And I played some golf, man. I heard. How yeah, did so, you, why don't you tell the crowd how you did? Well, we didn't record last week. And I'm going to try to keep this short. We didn't record last week. Um, and mostly because I was leaving town. And... Um, I, it's a series of events that's they're called net amateur qualifiers. We started at Little River. I I won there. Uh, me and another guy, the greenskeeper at Little River, we went and uh, qualified at went to play at Berkeley at Tilden Park. Right, I remember um, that. I tied for second. He got fourth. So that put us to two rounds of championship golf at where Poppy Hills in. In um, Pebble Beach. In Pebble Beach. Nice. So I was there uh, the last couple of days. Actually, it was Monday and Tuesday. And I had left a couple of days before that and had some stuff going on. But And how did you do? I, the first, I was, okay. So I played well the first day, moderately well. I was in fifth place going into day two. Good, good, good. And you're um, on the leaderboard. And I was on the leaderboard. I was in the second to last group. And I did not have a great start. I was five over after two holes, which I was like, okay, it's just going to be one of those days. It's very Tiger of you. Yeah. So, um, and it was just a, really a series of bad breaks. It wasn't that I was hitting bad shots. Right. I just was in some spots. But long and the short of it is um, I shot 47 on the front, and that was one worse than the day before. I was like, okay, well, we'll see what I do on the back. I went on a string of bogeys and pars, ended up shooting 89 at a course at Poppy Hills. Nice. And ended up taking second place by only one stroke the so, guy in my group got first nice he had a he had like two birdies on the front and he was killing it he was like four strokes behind me going into the second day so oh we, wow we played really well um but it was great man i've never done anything like that i got a freaking medal i'm gonna show the folks i got a that's awesome medal. um so yeah it, it was a lot of fun i'm having a lot of fun playing some golf right now so it's been years since i've been golfing and i think the last time was with me at Dairy Creek. At Dairy Creek in San Luis. But and I and I tweaked my back. Yeah, that wasn't a good day. Um but anyway, I've been having a lot of fun and I'm sorry we missed last week, but we'll try to get a little more consistent. Um we're going on the holidays right now, but um but we we'll have a lot of other announcements coming down the pipe. So Yes. That was really not well done. <laughs> No, we we will definitely have some more announcements coming up. I thought you might add some to that. Yeah, because we do gone. have dynamite drop in. Yeah, we have uh, we've got the extra life stuff coming up, and mm-hmm. you know we're, we might be having some changes to our own podcast. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. We, there's a lot of things we're there's a lot of stuff in flux right now. 
And this has to do with the game. It has to do with life. life. It has to do with a lot of things. But we're not going anywhere. Don't worry. And in fact, we're going to get skiing on the show hopefully next week. And um, we're going to keep trucking forward, man. Awesome. Because we're actually getting new mics. So Yeah, we're getting new mics. Well, we have these new mics. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Sortor News. The PTS is live. And this has to do with the live stream, which I'm not going to talk about because this was a little over a week ago now. Um. I had a discussion topic, and I think we're just going to kind of gloss over it. But you can check it out um, at uh, Sortor, uh, twitch.tv slash Sortor. Um, the live stream was great. It was fun. That was in lieu of their community cantina. Remember that they had to cancel from New York? Right, Comic-Con. which they actually they did share a code. So we might as well share mm-hmm. with that. If you go to uh, redeem a code, and it's uh, SW Cantina 2018, 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get a cool flare, which is uh, the first flare I've actually used. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, so the PTS is live and basically right now they're only, they're testing only a few things right now. Really all that's on there is the, uh, master mode gods from the machine, veteran mode gods from the machine and story mode gods from the machine. In the coming weeks, they're going to have PVP challenge, the OSIS daily area, um, the guild leveling and the perks, guild management updates and conquest changes, which is stuff that's supposed to be coming down, um, coming down soon. But the thing they're not going to put on there is the new story. They're not going to put right. They don't want to put that in the yeah. They they don't want to put that in the PTS. Right. So that stuff's coming. I also have a link in the show notes for uh, the list of the gods and machine balance changes for five point one five point ten. Um, I'm not going to go through all that. Those are it's very specific set of people that the, anybody would care about. So check that out. I have a link in the show notes if you're interested. Obviously, you probably already seen it. It's a it's a major list of all of the changes coming to that particular operation in 5.10. Cool. Okay. Um, there's also a link that the devs put up how to get geared for the PTS. Um, um, how to how to get geared to do an operation on the PTS, I should say. So that's a cool link. Check that out. And um, there was a couple of other r- random things. Um, people trying to get schedules together for an operation. I mean, I forgot what this was. Um, oh, uh, this is Musco saying, if you're planning on running gods from the sheen on any difficulty, they want to know. So let them know when they're going to do it, what difficulty, um, if they've cleared it before and any other details they want to share about the group. And, and this is for people running it on the PTS. On the PTS. Exactly. So, um, and they said, Matt might join you. <laughs> which is oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So, all right, man. So I, I don't want to spend a ton of time on Swotor this week, mostly because w- the things that are out there have already been out there. The live stream was great. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. I was in it for a bit. I fell asleep for a little bit. Um, I was really tired that day, um, but I watched it. Um, yeah, I watched it. And it was good. And, cool. and um, I don't know. That's really all I have to say about you it. They were just talking about what was upcoming. They didn't say a whole lot of details, but at the same time, it was kind of fun. Um Listen to the guys uh, chat about them. Yeah, one thing I noticed in the the uh, the after discussion on Twitter, um, not that Bioware wasn't doing an after, just the, the the chat that was happening on Twitter afterwards. Yeah, um, that they had a little tiny character in the video stream somewhere that was going to be a a new um, or a uh, secret character that's coming out. Oh right, right. And uh, Swotarista found it. Yeah, nice. So. Good for her. Um, she's awesome, by the way. I hope she comes back to San Diego. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, man. So should we just get out of Sotor? I mean, uh, we'll, I feel like next week we're going to have a little bit more to announce, um, as far as, um, extra life. Yeah. The next couple of weeks we'll have a little bit of Sotor, but there's really not going to be much past that. No. I mean, 
we know what's coming and and the content's getting a little more sparse and so we'll have some announcements coming up all right i promise but now it's time to go pew 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 pew, 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 pew. i was raised to do one thing but i've got nothing to fight for Stand in our way. I will finish what you started. I'm a little worried about this section today. Yeah, okay. We always bury the lead. Okay, yeah. we hold on. We are burying the lead, and while you talk about burying the lead, I'm gonna change my stuff. Really, there's not a lot of Star Wars news today, and yeah, actually, I'm going to do the, the fluff stuff first. We only have one thing, and it's actually come out that the Star Wars Resistance cartoon, mm-hmm. which just started, is actually going to overlap The Force Awakens. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so uh, unlike when uh, Rogue One just basically met up with the beginning of A New Hope. And stopped right before. These are actually going to overlap. Okay. So I'm guessing what's going to happen is Resistance is going to end or at least explain... Um, the whole thing with um, Poe Dameron on uh, Jakku getting the the map piece. Well, and I was just gonna say too, um, you have those characters like Poe Dameron and stuff like that already in Resistance, already right? in the Resistance. So, you know, how is that going to transition it as the timelines overlap? So, exactly. like, are we gonna see him? Are we gonna see him trying to find find Lor Santeca and stuff right before or, or that kind of thing? You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the only basic fluff news we have. The, the major news is coming out of, out of yeah. Star Wars. And actually, we're talking about this in Star Wars, but it's technically a Marvel story. Sure. And what it is is that Chuck Wendig, who wrote the – and this is why we're talking about it in Star Wars. He wrote the, the Aftermath trilogy. Yes. And he was just about to do um, a comic run of Shadows of Revan. Right. Um, or not Shadows. No, Shadows not of, uh, uh, of Vader. Yeah, yeah. Shadows of Vader. And um, – and they just announced that at New York Comic Con. Right. Um, but uh, Marvel fired him and del- and took the uh, the Shadows of Vader off the, the schedule. And on top of that, he was actually in the – he had just finished the third issue of a five-issue arc of something else he's writing. Right. And they got him off of that, and they're bringing in somebody else to finish it. Right. And basically, uh, Marvel's reasoning is that he was too vulgar on social media. Okay. Where okay, this is there's a whole political side to this, and it involves Gamersgate, and um, I really don't want to get into that all that much. Right. Just basically know that it's a group of two groups of people in the gaming or comicsgate in the comics community that believe that change is inevitable, and there should be more diversity in the comic structure, and comic stories, and comic experience overall. Right. Um, and then people that say that comics shouldn't be used as a political tool. Sure. Okay. That's the basic, that's the basic argument. Um, now, uh, Chuck Wendig is very left wing in his policies and his beliefs. And he's very vulgar to those on the other side. And I understand that. And so this is where it's like the whole James Gunn thing again. And that's, and that, and that. To me, that's how this feels. Yeah. The frustrating thing about this, though, is that Chuck Wendig's always been this way. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this for years on his blog, on his Twitter, everything. So it's not like it's all of a sudden. It's not new. 
Exactly. So we, I really don't know what Marvel's reasoning is. But then the tricky part Do is, you feel like this is a residual from the James Gunn thing that they're kind of like, well, we got rid of him. We now we should get rid of. It's him kind of too? getting in that that trouble of having a zero tolerance policy. And you, and it's it's hard to have a zero tolerance. And so, but yeah. the but the major upshot of this is is that it's just marvel because he still writes for del rey uh-huh. which is the publisher for star wars for books star wars books yeah um and basically his uh his editor from del rey basically said you're fine here yeah like lucasfilm is not coming at you for anything for sure yeah. it's just marvel yeah and i and i just and if it's just marvel that does make more sense because obviously james gunn that's Marvel. Exactly. Uh, and that's why I think it is kind of tied into the James Gunn thing. And the, the thing is... They, I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out, and I'm not trying to cut you off. I just feel like, where's the where's the real the line? Okay, I can see if he's coming across as, um, I guess, abusive to... you know. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and no, there are and levels it, to... Yeah, and if you read his discourse. tweets, they are abusive. Okay, okay. Um, it's not like he's just calling him stupid. I mean, he's calling him vulgar names and stuff like that. Okay, well... Which so I totally understand it, but the 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 two main problems I have with it is one is that one again he's been this way the whole time. Yeah, and you just announced. I mean, it's not like you learned after the announcement at New York Comic Con that this was happening. You knew right, the whole right, time. Right, right. It's not like James Gunn where the tweets just resurfaced after ten after years. ten years. Yeah. Um. But the other thing is is that this is always the side gig, anyways. Mm-hmm. He was actually didn't come up through the comics. Uh, um structure right he came over as a as a writer for del rey he's a writer he's a novelist exactly yeah and uh um so the doing the comics was just always a side gig for him and this gets me to my other point too is um and as uh, when i came out of that writing retreat i started following a lot more of you know the authors that are on were on that boat and you know people right. around them the whole universe and a lot of them came out vocally in support of of Wendig. exactly and just like he's an amazing writer he's this he's that and you know it's like and i and i tell and, and I, this is a weird situation for me to comment on only in that because i teach digital media to high schoolers yes i always talk about okay be careful what you post online you know you don't want to come across overly negative you don't want to do this you don't want to do that and in the context of talking about that stuff, I say these things follow you around, you know, yeah, and your employers is, will look check your social media. Right? Yeah, this is basically the uh, the entire argument of, you know, like anything you post online is going to be considered in a job interview. Right. So Wendig knew this coming up. But again, it, like I said, this was not his established profession. Right. It's, and I don't and, and what it sounds like, it doesn't sound like it's going to affect him outside of. The comics thing. Yeah, it's just that he won't be doing comics. Right. I doubt... I mean, it could impact sales, probably, of something. But I'm not too concerned. I don't think he's that concerned about it. He's, right. He'd be... If you if you follow his tweets at all, you'll, he, he'd be like, good, I don't want them buying my book. Yeah, it's and, and that's the thing. So, I don't know, man. Um, I'm... Uh, I've actually... You know, I, f- I forgot. I, I've actually met Chuck Wendig. I met him at um, Phoenix Comic Con a couple years ago, and I had him sign a poster of the Aftermath book. What do you think? Because Nick does bring up a good point. He does. Okay. But basically what Nick's asking is if it was a right wing person, would the consequences be the same? Right. Um, from Marvel? Yes. I think the consequences would be the same. Sure. Now the, the, the real question is, is in the court of public opinion, would they be any different? Um, 
the thing is, this goes to the the, the whole comics gate argument, and it, there already is people. There are people on both sides that are already speaking this way. Yeah. And yes, his his tweets are very extreme and very abusive. Um, but there's people on the other side doing it too. And I'm right. not I'm not doing the whole argument. There's fine people on both sides. No, I'm I'm actually saying that there, that has already there's already precedent for that on both sides. Yeah. And the public opinion is going to happen where it is regardless. What we're needing to really uh, look into on our point of view is how it affects him professionally. Yeah, and and if and if it was somebody from the right wing who is doing the same sort of tweets, um I don't think Marvel would have handled it any different. No. And and actually that's actually an argument that came up if you read in the third uh the third link in our show notes um, that you'll be able to see later is the head of Marvel is actually a very big Trump supporter and friend mm-hmm. of Donald Trump. And he actually helps with the department of veteran affairs. Yeah. So I, it's interesting to me, man. I, I, this whole thing I've been kind of hearing about and kind of not engaging with, honestly, just I've been all kind of all over the place and I know it's been happening. I just don't honestly, I think this really for me, just comes back to, okay, and actually Nick, I don't know if he was there during this talk um, on the boat, but how do you market yourself? Exactly. That's, how do that's you, what it is. How, how do you, do you differentiate between your professional self and your your private life? Like, right. do you have, and, and I'm not just saying having separate accounts. I'm saying, how do you carry yourself online? And the problem with having an online presence period, and this is why how many famous people have dropped off of social media because of they're being abused or they don't want to deal with stuff or whatever it is. But how do you, how do you differentiate that? And from an employer perspective, it's like, that's your name is attached to it. That's you, but you can't say, well, that's my, account where i'm a human person and this is my writer account this exactly is my- and that's why we're just talking about the professional side of things right. is that if to to your employer it doesn't matter yeah it's still your voice well and when you're talking about a franchise <laughs> like a marvel or a star wars exactly or or, or whatever that there's is there's no one person that's more important than than the than the whole i mean you think of all the controversy around solo for example and this is why we're in the star wars section talking about this with Solo, I mean, granted, you know, uh, um, Ron Howard picked it up and it, right. it, it did fine, uh-huh. but it's considered a failure. Which is so funny because it's- An outright it's, failure. It's, it's still a top 10 movie of the year. Sure. But it's in the grand scheme of what they had plans for, it's right. a failure. And I think it had a lot to do with you change directors. You had bad press around it. And then you tried, then you had reshoots and a new director and all this other stuff. And it came out later and all this other stuff happened. And it was essentially a flop for, from your employer. Right. right? Exactly. And the funny thing about this is, this is and this is where um, it kind of goes back to the, the public opinion thing, but the public is much more involved on the day-to-day stuff of what goes on behind the scenes than they ever have been before. Right. So, which is why when, when solo came out or when rogue one was reshot or when justice league was, I was worried about the rogue one. So that worked out. It it did. But but regardless of that, those happen on most major movies, Mm -hmm. 
because they have the money to do it. Right. I mean, do you do you not think that? Why would you not go back and make it right? Exactly. Do you <laughs> not think that that Kevin Smith, if he had an extra ten grand on Clerks, would have reshot something that looked wrong? Exactly. Exactly. He would have done it, but. You know, Marvel and Lucasfilm and DC and Warner Brothers, they have the cash to be able to say, hey, you know, we're going to drop the extra couple million dollars and bring everybody back in for a week and a half to get the shot right. Right. So. So it, the thing is, it's always been that way. It's just now we know it because there's day to day updates. And not only that, man, I mean, while we're going on these little this little rant, um, especially let's look at the divisiveness with uh, Last Jedi, for example. Right. It's divisive because most of us are sitting there saying, well, hardcore Star Wars fans or however you want to call yourself are saying, well, that's not my Luke or this isn't what I would do. And this isn't what I would do. Right. So now all of a sudden I hate this thing that I've always loved. And everybody has a say because everybody has a platform. Exactly. And everybody having a platform makes the employers of these people cringe when a bulk of folks and I like to call them a vocal minority a lot of the time, say, oh, my God, did you hear what they said? And yeah, well, then now you have to now you have to react to, to it. To kind of bring a full circle back to SWOTOR. Yeah. It's the same thing about when, like, three or four years ago when we are at our heyday. Yeah. Um, it was the the vocal minority of the Raiders. Yeah. The, the, the Nightmare Raiders. The, the Nightmare Raiders, Raiders. Yeah. That were just the loudest screamers in the room. And so, therefore, they were the ones being heard. Right. And, and – and I'm not saying nobody should be heard. I'm saying this is we're at, we're at a time where everybody literally can be heard. Yes. And everybody's trying to listen to everybody. And could you imagine being in an executive sitting in a room like, well, these folks are saying this. These folks are saying this. These are saying this. And did you hear what Chuck Windig said? Yeah. Like, well, shit. Now what do we do? Exactly. You know what I mean? And wait. What happened with James Gunn? This, what did he say? And I feel like the James Gunn thing is a bit of more of a knee jerk reaction. I think the Chuck Windig thing um, is a, is just kind of a, a new sign of what's to come. We got to be careful, and yeah. people people have to be careful with what they what they post online. Period. And and like I said, you can be as political as you want, but know that your personal life and your professional life is going to um, be linked with social media for sure. Right. Exactly. Regardless of how much you want it to be. Yeah. And basically my whole argument with this is, well, no, I won't Thanks say for arguing with me, Nick. Thank you. I won't say argument. My whole viewpoint on this is that the freedom of speech does not protect you from freedom from consequences. Oh, absolutely not. Right. No, no. So, and this goes back, you know, James Gunn, Chuck Wendig, uh, Bill Maher yeah. 20 years ago, uh, Alex Jones just this last year. Uh, everybody who loses their platform, mm-hmm. you're not losing your voice. You're losing your platform. The The constitution does not protect your platform or right. protects your voice. And the people who are providing that platform have, have the choice of, <laughs> Oh, I think we're done with you, buddy. Yeah. And Roseanne, uh, I mean, there's all of these things that have been happening and, and you're, and Nick, thank you for supporting me. Um, is saying it's, it's, it's something going on in our society in general because of the machine that is social media. Right. And, 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 and I think that's, it's going to play out in some really interesting ways, I think going forward. Yeah. And actually it reminds me of the, the episode of black mirror and the episode of Orville where (laughs) it actually did impact people's lives. Oh yeah. 
I mean, that one in a very real way. It's a really that episode. I think we're talking about the same one, the really haunting one where it's like, I'm literally rating you. Yes. Looking at you in the eyes and rating you and like my interaction with you. Like that is a terrifying way to live. Right. Because in some way we are living that. Yeah. Well, because like if you wanted to like, say you didn't like what you heard on the news. Right. Right. You had to either write a letter or call the the station or whatever. And it might get to somebody. Exactly. But now you tweet about it. Yeah. And everybody's in, you know, it, it, it could go, you know, and this is actually reminds me a lot of the uh, the famous Mark Twain quote mm-hmm. of uh, a lie can make halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to put his shoes on. <laughs> Speaking of which, which is hilarious. When you mentioned the tweet thing, Kevin Smith, I don't know if you listened to his rant about uh, not rant, but uh, he was going up to Vancouver to, to film Supergirl. Right. And he got to the hotel. He always stays at it's a high end five star deal. Um, and they gave his room away. Oh, I didn't hear this story. He got there an hour, like at midnight and they had given his room away by the, that time. Cause he had a red eye flight. Right. And they tried to give him some excuse about, Oh, well, uh, um, you know, we, uh, your people said that you were coming in, your production company said this and this. And he's like, no, you just basically gave it away. So they gave him another room, right? Right. One where they were doing construction outside and stuff. And this was an hour later of they're trying to find stuff long and the short of it is, that next morning, he goes to Jennifer. He says, I'm going to send a tweet right now. I'm gonna, and he sent a picture of the outside of his, because it's just garbage, because they were destroying another room. Right. And he says, she's all, well, you're not that powerful. He's all, how quickly do you think we get a room change? Or a room is ready. He sent the tweet. He said, four minutes later, he got a phone call saying, oh, Mr. Smith, your room is ready. Oh, geez. And the power of, I mean, granted, we're not Kevin Smith. But when you add something like I, I added, um, you know, American Airlines because I was pissed at them, right. you know, and I got a response, and it's become a verb. Yeah. Don't at me. I mean, I mean, I, I added them because I was pissed. You know exactly. what I mean? So it's really interesting to see, um, kind of how this shakes out, and 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 it, it's fantastic because it gives voice to the minority. It does. But are you calling me a minority? I'm just kidding. Um, I so hate you the, so much. <laughs> Anyway, we should wrap this up and, and move on to our next section. But um, I, I'm glad that we did talk about this. I'm really interested to see um, how things are going forward right. with with, um, with some of these things. And I am a little worried that um, some of the bigger companies are going to be I, – I don't want more knee-jerk reactions like James Gunn. I think the James Gunn thing is a little – was blown up, but I think – that this story is a residual of that. Yeah, I think I think James Gunn was knee jerk, but mm-hmm. because of the extreme way they handled James Gunn, they had to handle this this way. So it basically didn't give them any outs. Right, right. All right, man. All right, let's move on to uh, the usual roundup. Thanks, chat room, for uh, bearing with us on that. I, I thought that might happen, and I, I'm a ranter. Yeah, well, I'm actually we didn't get too political about it. We were just trying to state the fact. Yeah, and I think I think that's important. Considering, I mean, yeah. people probably know where we lie politically anyway after all these years. But right. I don't think that was really the point of that conversation. No, not at all. So, anyway, good job, dude. Are we patting ourselves on the back or what? Uh, okay. Pat, pat, pat. Pat, pat. Um, I'm pew, looking, pew, 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 pew. No, I'm looking for my other title, dude. There it is. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Okay, so usual roundup time. Uh, we only have a few. 
We only have a few stories, but I love some of these stories. All right, so let's talk about um, we're talking about uh, Disney first. Yeah, um, don't have a lot of news about Disney, uh, the Disney parks, because we're in our walk in the park section. Oh, sorry, I missed. Um, but um, there was a special on Freeform, which is formerly ABC Family, um, and it's a, a special that was on last Sunday called uh, "Decorating Disney Halloween Magic." Mm. And, you know, Disney parks do shows every once in a while about that. But basically what this is, this is a behind the scenes look at how Disney transforms everything for, for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's turning Haunted Mansion into uh, uh, the Jack Skellington thing. Uh, occasionally they turn Space Mountain into uh, uh, Spooktacular or something. Right. Uh, they put the big uh, Jack o Lantern out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, question. Yes. Is this out now? Yeah, well, it was on Freeform uh, last week, oh. last Sunday, so you can get it on the Freeform uh, website, I'm sure. Cool. I Can I just tell you? Yes. As a, a lover of the Disney, I love just about anything that has to do with what Disney does, like building the parks or you know changing things and yeah well there's a whole kind of series stuff. of stuff that they they do called the disney parks series mm-hmm. and they've done two specials on the uh the cruise ships and they did uh, they actually did a uh whoopi goldberg hosted a special last year on how they transformed for christmas oh I how they did that. the uh I just added it to Plex. Um, how they do, you know, the the bubble snow and how they actually the the first like fifteen minutes is all about how they change the caps on the uh, the castle so it looks like there's been snow and all the lights and everything. Do you know how happy I would be if I could watch that tonight? <laughs> well, you should. I will when I get home. Okay, so let's move on. Yeah, this now, is this yeah. is this you knew was coming. Yeah, well, now we're in crossing the streams, which <laughs> is where we talk about stuff on streaming networks. Um, um, we knew this was coming. We did. Uh, Netflix has officially canceled Iron Fist. They're not picking it up for a third season. Now, I didn't watch season two yet. It's getting better reviews. Great, but I'm curious. I wonder how they ended it. I'm wondering. They actually ended it on a cliffhanger. Oh, perfect. But a couple things about this. Are they doing the Defenders too? That hasn't been decided yet. Okay. Um, but the big thing to remember here is that the choice of whether to, to air something or cancel something is Netflix decision. This wasn't Marvel pulling the plug because they thought they had a weak story. Or right, something. right. No, it's this Netflix. is Netflix just saying, hey, we and you know what also has to tie into Netflix's decision is, OK, we've already started a third round of shows. We've mm-hmm. already uh, I mean, Daredevil comes out Friday. Oh, is it already Friday? Shoot. Yeah. Daredevil comes out tomorrow. Oh, um, Jessica Jones is already filming. Right. They're just about to pick up Luke Cage for a third season. Uh, Punisher just finished filming season two. Oh, did it? Okay. Good. They're going to announce release after Daredevil, I'm sure, because um, they don't want to, you know, to, to eat up the the uh, promotion time. Sure. Um, but I think they're just because re- you know they they have to start thinking out a year in advance. Why would they start filming Iron Fist now when it's not going to come out for another six to seven months? True. And that's about when the streaming service for Disney is going to start. You know they're going to start wanting to pull everything over there. Right, right. So for Netflix, it doesn't make money. It uh, doesn't make sense monetarily because they might have access to the, the content for a month or so. A month or so, yeah. So what would be the point for them? But I guess the remaining question is. Does that mean this is the very end of Iron Fist? No, because actually the the person who's in charge from uh, Marvel said that uh, Iron Fist and Colleen Wing um, can easily be pulled into the other series. Okay, neat. Um, so it, it's very similar to like them pulling somebody from like pulling Maria Hill into Agents right. of Shield. Right. Um, all right. Well, 
we'll 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 see what happens. I'm yeah. I'm behind on that stuff. Not not to mention the Berlanti stuff. But um, I I really need to. I really want to finish Jessica Jones. I just I haven't had a lot of time to sit and watch a show by myself. Right. And those are the shows like the wife doesn't watch a lot of those. So anyway, all right, man. So Orange is the New Black. Yeah, it actually just got announced uh, yesterday, I believe, that Orange is the New Black is going to get canceled after its seventh season. Howdy, hobo. What's up, hobo Jesus? Hobo Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, so Orange is the New Black was just released its sixth season uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, yeah um, has uh, announced that the seventh season is going to be its last season. It's a great show. It is a really good show, yes. Yeah. And actually, it's where uh, the new Batwoman, Ruby Rose, was on that for yeah, a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so this is a hoot, okay? Okay, we're into Amazon now. We're in Amazon, and the reason I'm bringing this up, and I'm glad, um, hopefully Nick is still there, uh, bright side if you're there, um, I, I don't know if you and I, if he and I had even talked about this, but the Wheel of Time is going to be picked up by Amazon, and the first season is going to focus on um, Moraine, I think is how it's called. Yeah, we actually, we talked about, uh, on the last show, we talked about that the pilot was getting mm-hmm. picked up, and now they're picking up for a series order. Yeah, they're picking it up. And and what I like about this is, um, I, although I, I think I read the first couple books of The Wheel of Time. Right. I started reading a ton of other fantasy stuff and never went back. This is the Robert Jordan series, right? This is the Robert right? Jordan series that Brandon Sanderson finished oh, okay. after he passed. And this is a nice bridge in the segue. Gap yeah. All the stuff we've been talking about. Um, and so, and I'm going to talk about something else, Brandon Sanderson later. Um, but I'm really intrigued to see how this goes. So if this gets picked up, I Im- imagine I am going to go back and read all the wheel of time stuff. Oh, I'm sure. You know, um, but I love when high fantasy or epic fantasy gets picked up um, for a series, something like a uh, game of Thrones, because exactly. For fantasy lovers like myself, to be able to see that played out in how you kind of almost imagine it is is kind of special. So, Yeah, exactly. Um, one more thing for Amazon that I actually didn't put in the show notes is just a reminder that, uh, you know, we already talked about the Daredevil comes out tomorrow. Uh, the second season of Aaron Mankey's Lore comes out tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, good. good. So uh, if you haven't noticed, this is actually the, the, the rare podcast that I've gotten Marshall into. Not counting Sans Pants. I, I I still regret getting you into Sans Pants. Oh, don't regret it. I, <laughs> I love everything about it. Um, but no, Aaron Mankey's lore is just fantastic. And you go to his website, theworldoflore.com. Yeah. Um, but he uh, already has a second podcast called The Cabinet of Curiosities. The third one. And then he has a third podcast, which Marshall's discovered that I haven't yet called. Uh, it's called Unobscured. Cool. And he's going to do, you know, sometimes he'll touch on little things. And so what he does now with Unobscured is spend a whole season, like 13 episodes, talking about one subject. So the first season is focused on the Salem Witch. And, uh, and what have you been hearing about the I mean, Salem Witch? I've your freaking name over and over again, because one of your ancestors is apparently a crazy person. Totally crazy person. <laughs> Actually, my fifth... And his name is literally yours. It is. First, middle, and last. <laughs> um, yeah, my 15th great-granduncle was a key figure in the Salem Witch Trials. Well, we do have some new equipment, guys, so thanks for bearing with us. Um, so I want to go back... Super, super quick to something you were saying. What were you saying a second ago? Uh, lore got picked up for season two. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I, I mean, is air, season two comes out yeah. tomorrow. Well, I was talking about Unobscured. Yes. Um, High Fantasy. Uh, I lost it. Yeah, L- uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings got picked up by Amazon, too. Thanks for reminding us, uh, Yeah. Nick. Awesome. Um, oh, wait. That's what I was going to go to. So somebody said, wait, 
why are we streaming around Swotor? Our numbers kept spiking. I don't know if you noticed. I think Swotor might have hosted us early on. Oh, interesting. But I didn't notice it, but I'm not sure. So if you're here thinking we're streaming Swotor, we're not. No, we actually had Swotor discussion at the, at the top of our show. Yeah. Uh, am I still faint? Am I still okay? I usually speak really loud, and I think maybe I was trying not to speak really loud. Okay, we're solid. Okay, let's move on. Uh, All right, so we're done anyway. Uh, All right. Now we're into TV time. Um, why don't you love, tell people what you've been watching? I love TV time. <laughs> Do you know why I like TV time, buddy? Why? I like TV time because I get to talk about what the frick I'm watching. All right, what are you? What are you watching? We've been watching Doctor Who, bro. How is the new Doctor? Okay, the new Doctor is phenomenal. Oh my god, it's amazing. I don't. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to spoil anything. She is literally killing it. Killing it. Amazing. That's cool. I can't remember who I saw say it on Twitter. You know, it might have been Felicia Day, might have been somebody else, but it's, it's somebody high up in the the fen, fandom geekdom. Oh, okay. Right? Um, that sounded weird, like I was trying to put it in a hierarchy. You know, I'm saying I'm just saying a big influencer. Yeah. Um, and the, they're saying that Jodie Whittaker's fantastic. She is fantastic. The writing is a little weak because they're placing her character in female uh weaker positions uh i don't know if i I don't know well i wouldn't say that all the way but what's interesting though is she actually doesn't show up for a little bit in the in the first episode it takes her a little while to show up right she crashes into a train right yeah she literally falls out of the sky spoilers i was trying to spoil things but well, that's not a. Yeah. It's fine. So the point is, is but the side characters are phenomenal already. Oh, good. The, the companions. Do we, do we have a blackmail character that's not going to die? I hope so. <laughs> we do have a blackmail character. Um, we have um a really diverse group of companions. Awesome. And we have a um, robot dog. And man, it's it was just a fun ride. And, oh, good. And I feel like I feel like it was just a really to take a. a you know, Nick's word is a really solid start, and oh, we're we're gonna watch the second uh, episode tonight or tomorrow. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm still way behind in Capaldi. So yeah. Well, and what else am I watching? Thanks for asking. Um, I started watching Castle Rock the other night while I was um the night before my second round at at Poppy. I think I got 20 minutes in and I fell asleep. <laughs> but it wasn't because of the show. I was exhausted. My uncle came out like a half hour later. He's like, "Man, you were out." <laughs> That's he's like, funny. he's like, I was like, when well, by the time I woke up, I was in episode three. That's funny. <laughs> this is a uh, Mark Bernardin's one of the Mark Bernardin wrote. This is the Stephen King universe. Yes. Uh, Castle Rock on uh, Hulu, 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 Amazon. You know, did you hear? I I, I watched uh, a little bit of the Fat Man on Batman. Sorry, it's Fat Man Beyond now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, episode, not the last one because the last one was all Bernardin, but the one before that. I'm behind, I, I, I've been jumping around. But they were talking about how somebody like like Bernardin tweeted something and somebody tweeted back talking about how uh, you should uh, talk to somebody who knows something about Castle Rock or something like that. <laughs> and he, I can't remember exactly what the response was, but he basically tweeted like. Yeah, I wrote it. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, it was, but he did it in a trolling way. Right. And so he said that, that uh, Hulu, uh, was it Hulu or Amazon? I can't remember. Yeah, whatever one it's on. I uh, messaged him up and said, yeah, can you please not troll our content? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy, Bernardo. We love you, but stop being that guy. Exactly. Um, and that's why we have the 
uh, the picture up tonight of of the the Thirteenth Doctor because she's awesome. And watch the new Doctor Who. Yeah, and I love her outfit. And just to give a quick shout out to the uh, way she figures out the outfit is really cool. And there's something really cool happens with the Sonic Screwdriver as well. Oh, but cool. Continue. Um, uh, just a quick shout out to her universe because yeah. they have a, a whole bunch of great Doctor stuff. Absolutely. All right, what are you watching, dude? Um, well, th- the last couple of weeks have been the beginning of the uh, the broadcast network season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my the new shows I'm watching, because I watch way too many shows, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go into everything I'm watching, but I'm just going to talk about the, the 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 new the big new shows I'm watching. Um, I'm really enjoying Manifest, okay, which is kind of like Lost, but Josh's been different. watching that. He said he likes. Um, it. I like it. Uh, there's a new show about the FBI called FBI. Okay, and I enjoy that. It's got mess. Uh, uh, Missy Peregrine in it, who was in Reaper. Oh, okay, Neat. Um, that's cool. Yeah the the new Nathan Fillion show, The Rookie. Um, it's actually a little bit more dramedy than I expected. I like Fillion, man, but I just I don't know. He was he's good in it. I like okay. it. And the supporting right. cast is really good. I believe. Um, and then I'm also watching New Amsterdam, which is I think uh, you should watch more shows. <laughs> which is a good uh, new medical drama uh, starring Ryan Eggold, who came from The Blacklist. Nice. And then there's a new comedy called I Feel Bad, and it's a it's about a. Uh, um, did you ever see? It's a it's a really good Indian actress, and I can't remember her name. Uh, Indian, Indian, not Indian, yeah, Native yeah, American, yeah. and uh, she basically plays a woman who feels bad constantly for not being a good enough daughter, or not being a good enough mother, right, or, right, 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 right. and basically, so each episode is like saying I feel bad about this. Oh, that's cool. And so it's it's a it's a pretty funny show. It's a good half hour sitcom. And then there's a show that I I literally just watched the pilot episode of um, yesterday. Okay. I had never seen Adam Ruins Everything before. I've never seen it either. And it's like on its fourth or fifth season now. And basically he just calls out the common things we all believe for being true that aren't. And it's, check it out. The first episode was about security. He's like saying the TSA do nothing at the airports, <laughs> and that the the uh, the childproof seals on plastic pill bottles are the, not the main problem. And, oh, that's and how signing for your credit card bills at restaurants don't do anything. And oh, that's cool. All right, it's it's out. a pretty good show, and I and I like it. It's All got right. uh, Adam Conover is the the guy's name. And he's really good. I guess now that you said that the shows have started, we were watching Superstore, Big Bang Theory. And I think those are the other two big ones. I love Superstore. You gotta watch that. It's fun. It's it's on my list. All right. <laughs> so let's get in. We gotta get out of here, dude. We're, yeah, we're going long. Yeah, we just have a little bit of news. Um, casting news. Idris Elba has been cast to join the the uh, cast of Cats. Oh, is he really? Yeah, and it's already has uh, Taylor Swift just signed dude. on. A whole bunch of people. I think he's gonna be a, a gr- if he if he is because they haven't said who's playing what characters. Right. I think he would be a great old Deuteronomy, who's okay. like the old statesman sort of cat um i think that'd be good um you've got some mistborn news do i do you yeah i do um i don't it's a mistborn question mark okay so um the author of mistborn obviously is brandon sanderson and he um wants uh someone called a cd project red to make his game so there there's talk of and i'm gonna just open this up um, this company did uh, w- The Witcher, okay. okay, and they made a um, they made a game out of it. Okay, so the studio taking The Witcher series to new heights with popularity. It's understandable that the author would love their worlds to uh, be brought in new medium entertainment as well. Um, and basically, he says, "You guys might find this amusing." I read this thread last night, 
at about three o'clock and came really close to posting. Dear CD Project, you can have the Mistborn rights if you want them. But this was looking like it would expose a thread. Um, and I really didn't want to wake up several hundred replies in my inbox. I, I have to work. I have I have work to do today. <laughs> so um, obviously Sanderson is 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 really um, a popular writer. But at the same time, the Witcher games were really popular as well. So and if you've never read Mistborn, it's a phenomenal. Um, it would make a phenomenal game. So um, we'll keep you posted. Cool. I think that's kind of a good way to end it. Awesome. What do we got? Uh, a couple of the new things we've got is World War Z two is all set to shoot starting next year. Nice. And uh, Brad Pitt and David Fincher are both coming back. Oh, that's I actually didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, I knew Brad Pitt was coming back. I didn't think they would get David Fincher to come back, but he's doing it. Cool. Awesome. And then uh, secondly, uh, you put this one in. <laughs> I just threw this in today because it just popped up a couple hours ago or a few hours ago. And it said, uh, John Krasinski confirmed he's now writing a Quiet Place sequel. Yeah, the it's been mentioned for a while that he's been wanting to do a sequel. Now it's, it's cool. That he's actually getting you know, yeah. words on a page. Um, so that'll be, that'll be really cool. It also came out. I didn't put this in here, but I saw an article today that said he actually played the, the creature. John I Krasinski heard about played that. The creature I actually well. thought that was, I, I had heard that and I was like, really? Did he really? Or are they just saying that? But that's pretty no, cool. It's very similar to like, uh, um, the fact that, um, Benedict Cumberbatch also played Dormammu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to wait on the Venom thing and see, if, and see if maybe I can see it? Or? Hopefully you can see it. I'll just say a couple things. Yeah. Is, uh, it was better than I expected. Okay. Um, Michelle Williams was terribly misused. Okay. I liked her. In I it. like Michelle Williams. Yeah, I, I like her too, and I like her in this, but there's they could have used an Oscar-winning actress a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Not enough not enough meat for it to chew on. I got you. Um, and then the thing is, is uh, the post credit scene, fantastic. Okay. All right. All right. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely what you would expect going into a Venom movie. Okay. It's good. Um, all right. Last few bits, uh, pieces of news. We're going to circle back around to James Gunn because he's jumped over to DC and he has been signed on to write and maybe direct Suicide Squad. 2. I had to bite my tongue earlier because I didn't want to bring that around yet. Because I knew he would be talking about it, but at the same time, isn't that interesting? I think he's great. That DC's like, all right, we'll take him. Yeah, why not? Cool. Exactly. Uh, by the way, we need help with Suicide Squad. Do you want to do it? All right. Seriously. And it, it's the, the perfect thing for him to, to do over there. Exactly. Um, You did this one. No. So oh, here we go. So my kids love, especially my daughter, my, uh, my oldest, loves Lilo and Stitch. Right. I mean, she has a Stitch sweatshirt, okay, 15 different quick, Stitch I'm, dolls. I'm a huge Disney fan. I used yeah. to work for Disney. I'm actually wearing a Disney shirt right now. Literally. I don't like Lilo and Stitch. Well. Um, I just did not enjoy it. So there's some people in the chat room. I'm looking for a new podcast partner. Someone <laughs> who may or may not like Lilo and Stitch. On the other hand, I love The Emperor's New Groove and most people didn't. I love that movie. It's so great. That's one of the funniest movies ever. My sister can't stand it. Oh, Nick doesn't like you now. <laughs> got him okay so anyway no okay so Lilo and Stitch Mike I I actually didn't really even I never even saw the movie right until my kid was like I saw this movie can we watch this movie daddy I said all right and the fact that she loved it so much and yeah that kind of helps and and the connection with the you know the obviously Lilo and Stitch between the two of them and I think I think where I was coming from when I saw the movie was 
watching a struggling family, you know? And I thought that to me was why I think I liked it more than maybe, maybe you might've or whatever. Yeah. Um, But that said, a live action remake is coming. Shocker. Not shocker. They're doing live action remakes of everything. I'm worried about this one as well, but I think this one is a little easier to do. This one is you go to Hawaii, you shoot some stuff and you put a CG stitch stitch in there and call it a day. Right. Um, I, again, I don't want to see the same movie again, but you know, I I don't know. We'll see. I have some catching up to do. You know what two live action remakes I'm waiting on? What's that? Sword in the Stone. Oh, that one I would see. And Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron though, dude, that is so dark that you want them to go I know I do, but I don't think they'll ever make that one. They won't make either one of those. I would. Sword in the Stone is hilarious, though. Oh, it's great. That one, the I don't think they could pull that one off because there's so much playful animalness. It'd be, it'd be all CG. You might as well just watch the cartoon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't, I, I I don't think like they could pull it off. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm underestimating Disney. Probably. All right now. Probably. I, <laughs> how dare you? All right. So coming back to Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. James Gunn, really quick, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think we should just come back to James Gunn every couple minutes. I know, right? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 production is reportedly being pushed back to 2021. Yeah. We, we already knew it had been pushed back. It but was now pushed it's back actually, indefinitely before that. But now it's actually given a date. So Right. And, Nick, you're right. Jungle Book. I actually haven't seen Jungle Book. Oh, the live action. One remake. thing, actually, uh, John Favreau posted a picture uh, to uh, Instagram, I think, uh, this week. And because they're doing the uh, the looping for Lion King right now, right? Because he's wrapping up Lion King before you got that. We're really gets it really gets big into the Mandalorian, right? 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 Um, but it was a picture of him with Donald Glover, who's playing Simba, yeah. And uh, uh, camera was it Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill who's playing? I think it's um, Jonah Hill. I don't know. I think it's Seth Rogen. Yeah, well, he's no. doing the voice of Pumbaa. And then uh, I can't remember the other guy who's playing Timon. It yeah. showed all four of them at a mic. Oh, that's good. And so I thought that was cool. That's cool. Um, so I haven't seen the Jungle Book. And I feel like the reason I didn't, well, only reason I didn't was because I was doing something and my wife and kids went and saw the movie theater. And I just haven't sat down and watched it. Same thing that happened with Beauty and the Beast. And I tried to sit and watch that and right. I turned it off. And same with Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> And then the loss is just circumstance, my friend. I'm watching that tomorrow with my wife and kids. Okay, cool. Um, I may skip this one. <laughs> well, well, going back to Guardians of the Galaxy really quick, yeah. the reason why this came out right. was, and this is where you kind of have to give Marvel props, is they actually contacted uh, uh, Sean Gunn, who is James Gunn's brother, who oh, plays, really? who's a character in the Guardians movies. Right, 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 right. Remember, he's the guy that gets... Um, uh, is he the one? He gets the Finn. At the end. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they basically just said, yeah, you're still here. You're still good. And we're shooting again in a couple oh, years. Oh, that's cool. All right. Neat. Um, just to end on a funny note. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. And I love Kevin Smith. Which, by the way, he announced he's down to 198. Yeah. He outweighs me by like eight pounds. Okay. I almost weigh two Kevin Smiths. <laughs> but... I weigh a Kevin Smith and a Ralph Garman. And and now, if you listen to his stuff now, it's funny. He actually did a uh, on the Ralph Report. They had a whole conversation on Monday. And it 
it was basically him having to check himself every time he goes to call himself a fat man. Because <laughs> honestly, although he says, you know, he's got, you know, the residual yeah, from, the, from yeah, what's there. The, the skin. He's not. If you look at him, dude, he's not what he was. Like, if no. you look in the back in the day, oh, my goodness. Um, but that said, he's a plant-based diet and he loves this place called Veggie Grill. Yeah. So he had. Which he his daughter go- turned him on to. Yeah. So he was going from St. Louis to Vancouver. And in a layover, he was talking about um, leaving the airport and going to Veggie Grill because he thought he had enough time to get back to his flight and not miss his flight. And everybody's saying, no, that's insane. So what he did was he went to social media and said, does anybody want to deliver me Veggie Grill? I'll pay you $200. <laughs> and there's, I'll, I have a link in the show notes. There's a guy who actually literally is like, well, I'm not doing anything. Went, picked him up Veggie Grill, dropped it off to him. They got a bunch of pictures together. It's actually really funny. That's and, cool. And the news cycle picked it up like in, you know, wherever he was or whatever. Obviously, it's funny because, I mean, people are like, well, that's first world problems, blah, blah, it's this, it's that. It's like, yeah, but it's hilarious. Yes. It's like, if I could, I'd be like, I'm at the airport and I want Piaggi pizza. Could somebody just bring it to me? Exactly. Right. And it's like, nobody's going to do that. No. But for Kevin Smith, for a couple pictures, somebody would do it and 200 bucks. You know what this reminds me of? I remember when we were actually waiting for Kevin Smith at the American Comedy uh, Company in San Diego a couple yeah. years ago. And there was the, the chick up in the window who was fake stripping for everybody and then puts up a sign, bring us pizza. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody brought them pizza. Oh, I'm sure somebody did. I am pizza. sure someone did. Um, anyway, my friend, uh, I think this is a great show. I'm Again... We missed last week, but we're back this week and next week. Hopefully, we'll get Mr. Skeen on. I'm glad um, we got your new best friend in. Yeah, we got we got um, your replacement in there. Eventually, um, we have some projects in mind, and eventually, you'll be fully replaced. Okay, fine, awesome. Yeah, screw you. So, thanks for tuning in to the Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at I'm Will Griggs. We um, love it if you share us and tell your friends and all those kind of things. Rate but us. <clears throat> rate us. <clears throat> rate us. Are you 13 again? Rate us. Oh, nice. Um, so, support the show teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast um what's uh audible audibletrial.com slash usual podcast get a free audiobook on us and of course the best way to support us and get all the extra stuff is patreon.com slash usual podcast um we get uh we have blooper reels which there'll be several in this stupid show um there'll be uh early access to episodes um and other things continued access to the video stream exactly. trailer time videos oh trailer time stuff yeah, uh all that sure. fun stuff um Thanks, Roger. yeah and uh the best way that you can uh you know show your fandom for us is by having a fun oh, by the gods have a fun and we'll see you all next week peace you're so stupid i i knew you were going there and i was just like is he gonna do it that way and he did <laughs> <laughs>